Hi, everyone. We are so excited today. We've got David Tal with Agentology. He is the man there. Hi, David. How you doing? Good, Krista. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, uh, we are super excited to have you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited to talk to you today because um, I'm sure you know this, but it's very difficult with agents and calling back leads. Even with my own team, I find it a, a difficult task. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I concur. Um, <laughs> yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and again, we'll just take it from here. Sure. Well, I, uh, you know, first and foremost, I, I was an agent and a broker for about 10 years and I saw firsthand the big shift in how people met agents and, and started to transact. And it used to be all face to face in person, you know, when, when people would walk into your office and now with the rise of Zillow and realtor.com and all these sites, more and more people have, you know, obviously gone online. And so now we, the shift has moved to internet leads, right? Um, and so now, you know, I saw when I, when I was a broker, I was buying a lot of leads for, for my agents, um, but they would have a hard time being able to get a hold of them quickly, effectively following up and, and having a standardized, you know, practice of doing so, so they could really, you know, measure results, normalize results and, and data and actually, you know, run a business like, like anyone else runs their business. And so, you know, I, I set out to create the company that I wish existed, um, which is Agentology, which, which helps agents, um, you know, respond to every single lead instantly within a minute nation, uh, nationwide and 24 seven, um, and follow up for six months. Um, if, if it takes six months to get a hold of someone and the whole idea is, you know, no lead left behind, right? No lead falling through the cracks and, and allowing agents to really focus their time on people who are primed and ready for real business and allowing us to be their virtual ISA of sorts to help respond quickly to all of those leads, use proven scripts and, and a combination of texting and calling and emailing and carrier pigeons um, <laughs> to you know, get a hold of these leads, qualify them, and set up appointments with, with leads who are actually interested in, in working with you and want to go see homes or letting you know they're not ready now and you should nurture them for a long term um, instead of agents having to drop the you know, drop everything they're doing throughout the day, throughout the night and start, you know, cold calling and chasing after leads, which is really not their best use of time. Gotcha. So it's not just calling and you're not just calling these leads back. You're actually texting and emailing and, and just doing a multiple of ways. And you don't stop until you get in touch with them. Is that, is that true, David? Well, we make, we make uh, a few dozen attempts over a six month period. We, we blitz it in the first week. And then like we get the hint if after a week, after, you know, a dozen attempts, they, they've, you know, blown us off entirely, then we won't give up on them, but we're not going to text them three times a day for six months. Right. But the, the cadence will change to once a week, once every two weeks, but, but, and, and we'll start to use different uh, tactics to try to re-engage them. Um, what we find is that people who, you know, people who don't respond right away, it's not that they're not interested. It's that either a they're they're busy at the moment, b they're not ready to start talking to anyone yet, um, and and or c bad contact info. <laughs> but but the but the first two buckets I think is the biggest opportunity where agents feel like well they didn't respond to my first few texts or calls and they just they're junk, and and the fact of the matter is is we are qualifying meaning like we're getting in touch and and transferring hot leads over to agents three, four, six months later, 
um, people who had ignored 20 of our attempts. And on the 21st or 22nd attempt, they reach out. And it's how, it's how you leverage nurture to do that. You know, a lot, the, I, I say, I, I just did a, vid a video about this and you can find it on our Facebook page, but there's two real buckets of leads in real estate. You have proactive leads and reactive leads. Proactive leads are, are leads that came in through a portal like a Zillow, a realtor.com. These are people who are proactively reaching out and trying to get information and actively searching, right? They're much further down the customer journey. And so when those leads fill out a form on a Zillow or anywhere like that, it's important that you reach out aggressively to, to really try to get a hold of them because you're really competing for time, uh -huh. the lead, making sure some other agent that bought the same zip code and it's going to three agents that, that you beat them to it and that you know that they're further down the customer journey and you want to address them and their need and start providing your value. Those are proactive leads. Then you have reactive leads, which are leads who, you know, filled out a form on a Facebook who were browsing for, you know, photos of cats and food and whatever and what their uncle is up to. And your ad pops up in front of them and says, hey, you interested in this beautiful home? Like that's really incredibly underpriced, which is not even a real home, but I just want to clickbait you to get your <laughs> That's, that's a reactive lead. By the way, that's the majority of leads these days. Mm -hmm. You can put an ad on Facebook right now and in five minutes, they'll start getting traffic. And so those leads are much cheaper to buy and we absolutely encourage them. However, they are, you need to understand that those are uh, reactive leads and they're not necessarily ready to buy in the next month or two. They're six to 12 months away. Mm -hmm. They're still interested, otherwise they wouldn't have clicked, but they don't want to be bombarded and start talking to someone. They're just clicking around. And so it's important to let those people not engage you if they, if they ignore you, but understand that they're going to require a little more nurturing, but don't give up on them. Stay in touch, provide them value long-term, and they'll come back into your cycle um, when they are ready. There was a study done from Harvard and it talked about leads and it was, it was, they, they did thousands of leads over a, you know, a, a year or longer period. And it showed that the average time that it took, to get in touch with the lead was around 12 times, and that was a few years ago. But most agents, if at all, even returning call, they stop after two times. So they'll stop after two times. The average time it takes is 12 times. And they even show that so many times the lead never even got called back, right? And so it's so important that agents understand that according to the National Association of Realtors home buyer and seller um, profile, it shows that buyers and sellers start their home search three to six months early. And so, so many people are looking for instant gratification and really you've got to be in it for the long haul, right? You've got to be in it for the long haul. And we all love those leads that just churn all of a sudden, but it's, it's much more unlikely. And um, we need to have systems and processes in place in order to, you know, keep those leads that we're working so hard for now. So that they are ready six months, nine months, 12 months. I mean, we're going to all still be in the business. So with that being said, we need to remember, we're still going to be in the business. Let's not give up on those people. Yeah. And, and those stats you mentioned, um, you know, really interesting and, and they're generous. Like, um, you know, you said people make two attempts, you know, the, 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 the average is 1.3. So you're average, you're rounding up, which is generous, right? <laughs> I guess you could round up to two, but, but the average attempts an agent makes is 1.3 attempts, right? So for every hundred leads, they make 130 total attempts, right? 1.3. Um, they only respond to about half of their leads. 55% of their leads get responded to. 45% of their leads, they don't even ever respond to. That's insane to me. And you know what, what I hear all the time is, oh, the leads aren't good. And they're all just, you know, they don't speak my language or 
whatever it might be. And they're not, you know, they're not real. And I'm like, yes, they are real. And so you need to learn every language. And if that's really the case, because it seems like when it doesn't make sense, but that's what we hear all the time. Well, and a percentage are not good for sure, right? 20% of your leads are going to be junk, bad number, don't speak English, whatever the case. But, but when people make that broad stroke about all their leads for that source, then you know it's them, not the source. And we don't care if you speak, if you don't speak English, let's just make that very, very clear. We don't care what language you speak, but at least let's get them in touch with someone that does speak their language, right? If, if we have that opportunity. Yeah, as long as you speak real estate. Yeah, exactly. We all speak real estate. And, and by the way, the, the, the last stat there is that of the people who do respond to their leads, even for that 1.3 attempt, the average it takes them to respond is three hours and eight minutes. These are all stats from NAR, by the way, same source. Wow. So, Three hours and eight minutes is the average time. We all know you have to make multiple attempts, respond to all of your leads, common sense, and respond within five minutes. Even five minutes is a long time. It is, so, yeah. So, uh, uh, and everyone knows the stats. If you respond within five minutes versus 30 minutes, your chances of converting that lead are 21 times higher, right? So, so it's, it's, it's all about speed to lead, and then not just speed to lead, which is mostly solved these days, speed to lead and follow up. And so um, that's really, really important. The other thing I wanted to touch on, which you mentioned, um, which is really important, is about building that pipeline. It's about that three to six months pipeline that you start to build today. I, I don't know if you ever go to like Anthony Robbins events and stuff like that. I, yeah. I, love, I love Tony. I'm uh, a firewalker, yes. So are my daughters. Tony, right? So, and one of the things he talks about, and this just reminded me about it, is he, he does this exercise where he has you close your eyes and almost meditate and think about, what you want your life to, what you would, would love your life to look like in five years from now and in 10 years from now. Um, I'm just going to simplify that for agents and say six months from now, project yourself. All the leads that you're lazy to, to build up a pipeline with today because they're not buying tomorrow that you're giving up on. Imagine if six months from now, all of those hundreds of leads are now starting to marinate and you know, boil, boil to the surface. And now you, 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 don't, you don't even have to rely so much on new leads. You're, you're working off the leads that have been building up and building up. The most successful agents, and we work, with, we work with some of the top agents in almost every single market in the country. It's who we focus on. We work with top agents, right? People who buy a lot of leads, and they can't do this all on their own, and they're building teams and systems. And these are the people I interview for my, for my Power Agent podcast is people who have built systems. And every single one of them, not an exception it's, it's the rule they build up a pipeline a, a systematic pipeline of business so all of the leads that they're generating whether they're zillow leads that are all ready to go or or their facebook leads which are six to 12 months no matter who they're putting them into pipelines and they start to to boil up and six months from now certainly a year from now all of a sudden you're getting all these messages from people that you forgot about but your automations kind of help bring to the surface and that is, that is the most important part of the funnel. Speed to lead is, is the top of the funnel, but the most important is what you're doing with everything that goes into that database of yours, that CRM of yours. How are you bringing that database back to life? I call it a database because the leads in there are dead. You need to bring them back to life. And the, the way you do that is by having smart nurture campaigns designed for each type of lead, depending where they're at in that, in that journey. It's so funny. Most people that are listening to this, or a lot of them may or may not know what a funnel is. So um, basically a funnel is, is, a, is when you capture a lead and you kind of bring them down a process, right? Um, and you, 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 there's things like a lead magnet you can offer originally to get their information, or you can do a video and kind of get them into your funnel. 
And we teach that at Krista Mayshore Coaching, all about funnels and, and all that great stuff. So if you're interested, just reach out. But one thing that, you're, that a lot of agents forget is they're, they're so focused on only one part of the sales cycle. So what I talk to people about is, hey, you didn't understand. There's multiple parts of the sales cycle. First, we've got marketing, right? Then we've got lead generation. And we've got lead nurture, which is the hardest part. Once you've nurtured that lead, you need to know how to convert it. So you've got conversion. Once you've finally converted that lead, you've got to be able to give them the best sales and fulfillment delivery process ever. After you've done that, then you need to get them to want to refer, retain, and resell with you. So those are six different cycles, and so many agents are so focused on lead generation, they forget about the whole nurturing and the whole process thereafter. And so we've really got to remember as agents, in order to have a successful business, we need to focus on every single aspect of the sales cycle. And the most important one when it comes to lead generation, obviously, is the marketing, but then the nurturing. Because if you don't nurture the leads, you might as well not market at all because you've got to nurture because it takes so much time. A hundred percent. The biggest value in marketing is building up a database that you can nurture. And so, you know, it, th this becomes your, this becomes your, your, your biggest, you know, part of the pie chart of, of people you can go and proactively start to try to, you know, grab and, and get them to raise their hand. Right. Um, and, and that is unfortunately what people forget, you know, uh, it, everyone wants to get rich quick and it's, I bought a lead and you know, if they're not buying now, forget about it. You know, hopefully they'll get one of my emails and they're going to be so amazed by my totally awesome basic newsletter. And listen to what Dave is saying too, because think about what you do as an agent. Okay. So myself every day, in fact, I just spent three hours going through my email because I've been gone. The first thing that you do is you go and you delete everything, right? You yeah. delete every single email then you might save a couple of emails in there, hoping that maybe you'll have time in the next week or two. A month goes by, the email is still that you saved from a month ago, so you delete it again. I mean, that's what we all do. So if you're just relying on automation with these leads, they are deleting you. You're not being seen. So you've got to have a good follow-up campaign and sequence, text messaging, phone calls. Also, we highly recommend making sure that people are seeing you on social media. I always tell my students that we're inadvertently prospecting and phone calling and door knocking all the time when we're running our Facebook campaigns and we're retargeting to people. Because once we get their email address, all we need to do is then boom, they're automatically being retargeted to, they're, being, they're seeing videos and um, campaigns of ours, and that's just like kind of cold calling. So you really need to have all the little I's dotted and the T's crossed in order for your, your, um, your system to actually work. Yeah. And you mentioned something that's really important and you do a really great job of this and, 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 co and your coaching as well is, is teaching people to come from a place of value. Absolutely. Right? So, you know, if, if all you're doing is sending a newsletter every month, um, that's just the most basic thing and ask for referrals, <laughs> it's going to fall flat. If all you're doing is texting every week or every month saying, hey, are you ready now? Are you ready now? Are you ready now? Or some version of that, it's going to fall flat. If you're sending, and that's, what, and that's why how you, how you send what you send doesn't matter as much as what you send when you send it. Um, value, value, value. Serves. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if you send it by text or email or carrier pigeon. It's what you send them. And... It's about show. It's about value, and and one of the one of the biggest things you can do is provide value when they haven't given you anything. Absolutely, give value, expect nothing in return. Mm -hmm. That is when you build trust, and trust is what will guide them back to you. Um, so you know what 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 every single agent can do 
whether you're a team, whether you're a single agent, whatever the case is, is you can specialize in, in a market. By the way, you can specialize in 50 markets, but that means you can specialize in one at a time and give value locally. And, and, and by the way, if you're specializing in all of San Diego and you don't want to go into niche markets, fine. But even so, you, you can create content that's based on that. So an example that I would, I would do, and this is what I did, by the way, as an agent and a broker, and what worked really well for me and what works for a lot of agents is they specialize. So I'm from San Diego. My office was in San Diego in downtown. And I know that not every listing is sold in downtown, but I chose to specialize and become the downtown expert. So I would send content about new, new buildings being built in downtown, new restaurants opening. It wasn't all real estate. New restaurants opening, a new waterfront park, a new cruise ship, a Disney cruise is now coming to, to port here. David, did you go through my training? You're, you're absolutely speaking my language. This is exactly what we do. <laughs> yeah, no, and I am familiar with your training and I've heard great things, by the way. And so I, I, I know this is, you know, um, some of the most basic stuff. That, that anyone who takes solid training, like with you, will, will, will get immediately. But it's it's amazing how little people do it. And yeah. I, they have a lot of fear. A lot of people are so afraid of, of doing video creating content. And a lot of people are also really afraid to niche. They feel like if I niche, I'm going to lose out. We just did a whole training on how powerful niching is. And what you have to understand is that when you're doing exactly what David's talking about, offering value, serving, not selling, because when you serve, you'll be able to sell so much more later on because you're coming from a place of giving and not taking. But when you start to niche in, let's just say the downtown San Diego market or um, whatever your niche might be, is that when people start searching, they will start seeing you. It was so funny, one of our agents, um, when we were doing a training, he's like, Kristoff, I'm coming up twice on the, on the first page of Google. And it's all from his niche marketing about a certain niche that he's specializing in. So when you enter that niche in, so when people start to look at, let's say rural homes or single story homes with pools or whatever your niche might be, you're gonna show up in that search. Now, if they're just searching or looking for regular agents or you're getting referred, they're not gonna not use you. It's just that you are going to show up specific to that niche. That's why niching is so important and then offering as much value and content around it. I mean, it's just, it's just brilliant, but many people, they would rather do an open house instead of kind of working the way that buyers are looking and sellers are looking. Yeah, you know, uh, it, you know, my, my cousin is a successful Sotheby's agent in, a, in an affluent neighborhood in San Diego in Rancho Santa Fe. They're all, you know, multi-million dollar homes. And so one of the things she was asking me about is, you know, how, how, do, I, how do I leverage that? Because um, it's a really local community and... Not, not many people in my feed are interested in multi-million dollar homes, things like that. And I said, well, what, what, how do you spend your week? And she's like, well, because there aren't that many $5 million homes, I go see everyone that hits the market. Uh. And, and I say, perfect opportunity to take your, your camera with you and walk around every new listing, right? And just talk about the new $5 million listing, you know? And, and by the way, people don't, and this is what people don't get is, you, it doesn't mean that because people see you listing uh, $5 million homes or, or, or videoing $5 million homes, that they won't think of you for the $500,000 home. It's just about, it's about getting that attention and getting in front of them. And by the way, they see you even more as, as someone who, well, if you, if you could sell these homes, you could definitely sell these. In fact, it's gonna spread your influence because she wants to sell in surrounding markets. Yes. She just focuses on one. And, and it's super valuable. Um, I interviewed uh, Kyle Whistle uh, recently, who is one of the top agents in the country. And he, he, he leverages this very, very well with what you teach, 
what you preach and teach, which is, you know, um, um, serving, not selling. I wrote that down because I love it. Serving, not <laughs> selling. And he goes around and he films himself in, in a neighborhood of San Diego, a small neighborhood. But he goes to every restaurant. He goes to every business. And he just does a two, three minute hello, meet and greet, and talks about what he likes best about it. The, these are all business owners, right? So he's basically meeting his future clients. He's meeting the business owners who are owning restaurants and own other businesses and tax firms and whatever it is. He's, he's meeting them. It, and by the way, when, when he does a video about a restaurant and how good their barbecue beef burger is and shares it, that restaurant then shares it on their page, right? Because they're like, sweet, someone like created a cool video about our burger of the month or whatever. They share it. So what he does is he makes a video that gets shared and it gets reshared with their thousands of followers. And so it's brilliant. And I'm just amazed. Um, people ask me all the time, hey, I'm, I'm brand new. What should I do? Where should I buy leads? I, <laughs> and I always say start by becoming a local expert in one area and start with video. Then once you have enough of that, you start buying leads because then you can retarget to, to those leads through long-term nurture with that content that you've started to create. And all of a sudden this lead that came in that sees that you already have five videos about their neighborhood, even if you're literally five days new into the business, but you have five little videos up, they just think automatically you're some pro in the market. Yeah. You don't have to be, uh, we, we teach our students, you don't, you, whether you're brand new, never sold a listing before, it does not matter. As long as you utilize the strategies you're exactly talking about, which is exactly what we teach them. It's amazing. We have brand new agents that are generating, you know, three to five clients within a three month period. I mean, just from scratch not having sold a house before by show, being, showing up as the community go-to expert. Yeah. And again, I mean, doing videos of local restaurants, what's new, what's happening, fun things to do. And then also throwing in some real estate. So many people are so focused on just real estate, just real estate that people can kind of get bored. So you want to become that local, but we, anything real estate or community related, you want to be the go-to expert. When people think about real estate or community, they need to think about you. And it's simple. You don't need a big old, you know, to-do camera and green screen. All you need is your cell phone. Anyone, everyone has a cell phone, right? We all have a camera. That's as simple as it is. Start Filming, the goal should be to do a minimum of three videos a week. Every single week, we teach our students to do one community-related video, one real estate video, and one niche video. And then on a future podcast, I'll talk about something called video repurposing, which is just like amazing what you can do with video repurposing. One video can get you seven pieces of content. So if some of you are saying, I don't have time to do video, you need to really understand that you don't have time not to because... There is more video content that is actually uploaded every 30 days than the past 30 years from all major radio stations, NBC, ABC, CBS, because video is where it's at. And it gets people to know you, to like you, and to trust you, breaks down barriers, establishes you as the expert, and it's like there's no longer a choice, right? You have, have, have to do it. So I love what you've been talking about, and I want to hear more about agentology, David, um, because many people are afraid of, you know, I don't want to pay for leads or pay for somebody to call my leads, meaning I don't want to waste the time. But here's what I'll say is that, and I've thought that way before, I don't want to pay a company to, you know, get into my leads because I'm going to lose money. Well, quite frankly, I'm losing money because of all the leads that are not being nurtured appropriately because, you know, my agents don't have the time and they're not the best at it because they're, they're doing what they should be doing, which is selling real estate. So can you talk a little bit about what your pricing is and all that? I'd love to hear more about it to kind of um, and what your stats are in the, in the such as far as converting and all that. Yeah. So, so, you know, we, we, we're, first of all, we're, we're not a solution for everyone. Um, 
we're mainly a solution for agents and teams who generate, you know, 100 plus leads a month um, through whatever means. And, and so what we do is we help streamline engagement and conversion of those leads. Um, our system, will, we, we, have, we have a combination of tech, like SMS automation, plus humans. So we're, we're human powered and all here in San Diego. And we have, you know, 100 concierges here right, right in San Diego that are responding to these leads and having conversations. What we do is as a new lead comes in, our system will reach out. We, we initiate via text because that's what works best because nobody enters the phone. <laughs> so, but we initiate by text and say something like, you know, hey, Krista, saw your inquiry on, on Zillow or on my website. Saw you were interested in this property, blank, blank, blank. Um, you know, is now a good time for a quick, uh, for a quick call or would you prefer to text? What, we're, what we do in that very first text message is address you, address your inquiry, what you're inquiring about, and offer to call or text you. By doing that, we don't come off like a bot because a lot of people ignore the automatic texts. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, when you say call, which is about a third of the time, we, people say call us, we call them and they answer almost every single time. And we have a great conversation. When you say text, we have a text conversation because most people during the day, they prefer to text because they're at work and they're busy and they're dropping off kids, whatever the case is, that's why they prefer to text. What we do then is take them through a few qualifying questions where we're just trying to paint a bigger picture of a brighter picture of who this person is, what they're looking for, what are their motivations, and where are they in the journey? Have they just started searching? Do they already have an agent? Have they gotten pre-approved? What's their timeline? We do it in a friendly way. We represent ourselves as a, as, as a member of, of the agent's team. Mm -hmm, smart. We never say this is David with agentology. We say this is, you know, Alex with the, with the Krista blank blank real estate team, right? So um, we're there to be a friendly advocate and address them right away. And that gets them to lower their, lower their guard and, and open up to us. We then set up uh, people who are interested and ready to connect now with the agent. We live transfer to the agent if we're on the phone with them, or we set up a callback time or an appointment for them um, directly on their calendar um, and send you know, a summary of notes about how our conversation went. And apart from the summary, we, we believe in full transparency. So in our, in our dashboard, agents can see who we're talking to in real time and actually see the conversation that we're having word for word in real time. So they don't have to talk, they can verify exactly what we said back and forth. Um, so that's pretty powerful. Um, then our system goes and, and shows the agent uh, really great metrics by lead source. So we can say, hey, your Zillow leads, we're actually able to engage 90% of them and 50% of them are qualified, meaning you know, good leads that we could pass off valuable leads. Um, versus your Facebook leads, which we're only able to get a hold of 60% of them. It looks like we have a really high bad contact info rate ratio, but of those 35% already. And then agents can make their determinations on how they want to distribute their, their ad spend across. And by the way, one isn't better than the other because Zillow might cost you a hundred bucks a lead and Facebook might cost you 10 bucks a lead. So you have to take both, oh, in, into consideration. both, both into consideration and and, but we, we, we call it, you know, the Google Analytics, well, Inman called it the, the Google Analytics for real estate, you know, marketing to really understand, you know, how your business is performing. Um, our intention is to give agents the same power that real businesses have to track their numbers, um, their advertising dollars, and the revenues and make better decisions on how to run their businesses. Um, that's, that's the science of it. Um, as far as, as far as results, we, we work with top agents around the country and they, they are seeing, we do a lot of case studies 
and they're seeing a two to three hundred percent increase in conversion rates. So not wow. a small number. Yeah, that's they huge. And they triple and more their conversion rates on the same leads from the same lead sources, simply because we're engaging those leads within a minute, 24 seven, 60% of leads come in after hours. How many agents do you think are responding to those? None. <laughs> so just that alone is a huge part of the increase. So we respond within one minute, 24 seven. We have conversations 24 seven with real humans. Um, we make dozens of attempts. We don't let any lead slip through the cracks. And, and, and we're constantly optimizing our scripts because we deal with thousands of agents with millions of leads a year. And so we have the scale to be A-B testing what's working better. Does high work better than hello? That's uh, a super, super simplified. I get it. But, you know, for, for your listeners, um, it's it, asking them if they've been pre-approved versus, um, you know, um, ha have you considered different financing options? You know, I'm just giving you examples here. Of, yes. We, we can test something today and, and thousands of leads will come through the different channel and we'll, we'll get a really quick measure of is, it, is that working better or not and so we could quickly optimize scripts in our cadence and that's something that we, we have an advantage over anyone who tries to do this themselves in-house and so that's something that as agentology customers and partners you could leverage off of the learning that we're having at scale so gotcha, gotcha. our pricing you can find it on our pricing page um, it starts at four hundred dollars a month and it just depends on your lead volume and it goes up from there but it, it at scale it, it you're paying about five dollars a lead um, and so it's really nothing compared to what you're paying per lead. And if we double and triple the efficacy and conversion of those leads, then that, you know, $20 or $50 lead, if we make it worth a hundred, our five bucks is minimal. Um, yeah, makes sense. No, and that's one thing I do. I think that people, they get so caught up in the cost that they're not thinking about what's happening afterwards. Right. And many times you probably won't see the results until a few months later. Right. You need to kind of, this is an investment and think about it over the long haul, meaning what's going to happen on month six, seven, eight, nine, after you've been nurturing the leads from six, nine months ago, probably, I would imagine the conversion starts to sort of, you know, show up a lot better. It, exactly. And already right up front, you can, you can see results from engagement rate. Like, wow, they're engaging so many of my leads, right? That, that's a, that's an early KPI, an early, you know, uh, indicator. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that you're, that you're local and, you know, just as far as um, a lot of people are hiring people from, over the sea, from overseas, and I think sometimes that can be taken, you know, people can, they don't really like that a lot of the time because there's some language barriers and hard to understand. So I think it's nice that you're actually hiring, you're actually hiring people, you know, right here in the U.S., which is great. Yeah, we, we really believe in human conversation, yeah. not in bots and, um, and just, uh, you know, cold, robotic, you know, it, it, it can, that can work if you're ordering a pizza, that can work if, you just need a plumber today, you know, but this is a really high consideration item. This is people's home. This is where they're going to live, where they're going to raise their families. Um, and pe people don't want that experience, that really quick, you know, bot experience. They, they want to speak to somebody. Oh, um, I think we're back in the age now of human touch. Like we were for a while that people didn't want it. I think they want it back now because there's so much automation that people are wanting to bring the human life aspect back into it, you know, personable and, talking to somebody and the real, the real deal, you know? Yeah. And, and we say leverage the tech, right? We say, you know, uh, the world used to be all human, all human powered, right? Which was in a, you know, inefficient. Then it went all tech powered, which is inauthentic. Yeah. We, we want to bridge the two to create the most optimal experiences at scale. 
Um, it's tech plus human makes you superhuman. I so love it. You have to leverage the tech, but not let it replace you. Leverage it to, to lay you up. Yes, I love it. Don't let it replace you. And no matter what tech you're using, you've got to put yourself into the equation somewhere or hire a company that will. David, you have been awesome. I have just loved it. it th I, you've been so um, great energy, great information. It wasn't just all about agentology. I love the fact that you gave some other tips that are really relevant to agents and lenders uh, from across the country. And you have your podcast. The name of your podcast is? Power Agent Podcast. Power Agent Podcast, he just started his, so we're going to be excited about listening to that. And David Tao from Agentology, I so appreciate your time, and it was great having you. Anything you'd like to leave everybody with? Uh, no, you know, I, I really appreciate being on. If anyone wants more info, just go to agentology.com or find me on Facebook. We have a mastermind as well. You can join if you're not ready to sign up. You can go to the Agentology Mastermind community, where we are constantly just sharing value and tips and tricks and the world of lead generation and conversion. So would love to see you having a conversation with us there. Great. Thank you. We can't wait to have you on again. Thank you again, Krista. Appreciate it. You're welcome.